when two Division I athletes discuss the challenges and successes of navigating life after competing, you get conversations designed by athletes for athletes. I'm Don Sutton. And I'm Brooke Beerhouse, sharing with the athletic community stories and insights to better understand life when your sport ends. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to When Your Sport Ends, here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? I'm Brooke Beerhouse, here with my co-host, Don Sutton. This week's conversation is all about sharing your sport with your significant other. But before we get into that, last week we shared a review from one of our listeners on Apple Podcasts, and I wanted to give a special shout out to Sarah today, who left a comment about last week's episode. She reached out and explained how the episode with Rachel really helped her navigating her teammates right now in high school track and cross country. So thank you, Sarah, for reaching out. And if you would like to rate and review Any of our listeners, we really appreciate it on Apple Podcasts, and you might hear your rating and review up on the podcast. So thanks, Sarah. Yes. Thank you, Sarah. This week, we're going to be discussing relationships and how you share your sport with your significant other. Uh, Brooke and I are very fortunate in the sense that we both were athletes, so it's a little bit easier of a transition, I think, than for some. Uh... But we'll dive into that as well as other techniques or just uh, interests in the way that we shared our sport with each other. Yeah, and how to share your sport with your significant other if they weren't an athlete. We'll also talk about that because we've both had experiences a little bit with sharing some of our sports with people who weren't exactly athletes. But, you know, there is some sort of curiosity and understanding why that sport is so important to you. Oh yeah. What do you think was the main reason that you felt the need to share swimming with me initially? It's funny because initially you kind of wanted to show your swimming ability. (laughs) I mean, I kind of did. I thought you'd be impressed. Yeah. Because not every runner can swim. Yeah. So uh, when I say that everyone most can probably swim, I just mean you know, lap swimming. Yeah. I mean, when, when when was that? Like five weeks into dating, six weeks into dating? It yeah. Was, yeah. It was, it was fun. I'm always down to share swimming with the other. Um, it's, it's important. I think from the standpoint of it's a big part of my identity, I gave so much of my time and life. Yeah. And it's also an excellent opportunity to just share and grow the sport in that sense. Uh, with you, it was really easy. Like I said, you just kind of wanted to hop in and go and show yeah. me. You, you were like, I just want to do a 400. <laughs> just I a did. 400. I just wanted to go and it'd been seven years since I, or maybe not seven, probably about five since I did lap swimming. And I didn't know if I could do a 400 continuously. So that's all I wanted to do. It was my goal. Yeah. I'm a goal setter. People are surprised at uh, how much energy swimming can take. Oh gosh, it's the best. Spo- it's the best exercise. Oh yeah, but it was, once you finished that four hundred, you kept going, right? Yeah. Then we did a three, two, one. It's always it's always fun to just get a little taste and then see where it goes from there. Yeah. Um, 
But I think also it's just important from the standpoint of all of my relationships are pretty much built around swimming. Wow. Every, like, uh, you know, I have some work colleagues and stuff like that outside of the sport, but I mean, a good percentage is swimmers. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and it's always been through swimming and I've always felt it important to express that I am a swimmer. It's not complete part of my identity but it's a big part though oh yeah still yeah oh yeah it always makes it fun especially for uh someone who is interested in the sport and growing and just learning about that person uh and seeing your willingness to swim i obviously was like all right i gotta learn a little bit more about uh cross country (laughs) well i'm glad you said that because that is our very first tip and um sort of our our main one of our subtopics with this one of the tips if you're going to be sharing your sport with your significant other is to gauge their curiosity of that sport first if they're asking you a lot of questions and they want to hear about your experience they want you to tell them more about your sport i would take that as a a great start to maybe then be able to introduce it to them And if you're open and you're willing to share, it's very therapeutic. Yeah, I think it's also uh, very important to continuously gauge. Yes. Because you can get into it and then you can start start throwing (laughs) techniques at them hard and Mm -hmm. just breaking down analysis and everything else. And, you know, it's not for everybody. You know, (laughs) that's also very true. Another part of the sharing your sport with someone is you learn very quickly how someone handles learning something new. Oh, what, yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, I mean, or how they take criticism even, like constructive criticism. But, you know, if you're wanting to enhance or help someone, let's say with, if I was going to do breaststroke or something, I'm pretty much starting from a very, very limited knowledge. It's just what I've seen and think is right. Oh, but, good uh, news for you. I can't do breaststrokes. So. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. perfect i have multiple friends who can attest to that (laughs) well going from that um when you're engaging someone's initial curiosity i and continued curiosity i have seen your curiosity and love of running really grow yeah it's uh it's been good i think covid the whole pandemic has shut down any kind of avenue for swimming which is really open the floodgates, if you will, towards um, an opportunity to expand on running because what else are you going to do? That's true. And you're very athletic, so needing to keep that strength going and um, definitely respiratory. I like how our sports do correlate with each other in terms of endurance. And I can tell whenever I was swimming a lot that my running was a lot better. Yeah, and I mean, they're relatively similar in the sense of it's one of those pure athleticism sports. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in the sense of this is more athletic. I mean it in the sense of like really primal, it's just maybe? you. Yeah, it's just there's no there's no catching. There's no team. Mm. There, it, when it comes down to your event, it's you versus everybody else. It's very individualistic. It's... Uh, very t- time oriented. It Speed is. is the key. 
And it's fun because there are just so many diverse events to it. And that's where the team aspect comes into play. I think that's what made it really easy for us to connect. But I can only imagine what it'd be like for um, football or uh, volleyball or a tennis player. Right. Where it's more, well, tennis is a little bit individual. But um, really those team sports communicating or sharing I think that 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 brings in a little bit of a difference because football players are not going to bring out their significant other and then just sack them, right? (laughs) Let's hope not. So we are not saying do that. (laughs) But yeah, if you do have a sport where you can't take someone out to really understand and experience that playing and competing side of it, um, I think starting with maybe sharing about that sport a little bit the nuances maybe uh if you're watching a basketball game together you can talk about why that what that move was impressive to you or you know the play the setup everything i think that that was uh it's always been a critical one for me when speaking to people who haven't swum Uh it's always starting very high level because people are always like oh are you like michael phelps swimming (laughs) always a michael phelps reference if yeah. you're a swimmer out there i'm sure you've gotten it mm-hmm. it's it's almost common and it's like well you know he swam a lot of events yeah <laughs> you know there there are other people out there too and kind of just starting the conversation at a very high level versus mm-hmm. um really diving into the anal- analysis and the analytical portion i think that's the initial right step to go with people i love where this conversation is going but we need to take a really quick break to check in with our sponsors while you're waiting this out at home you can still have some fun betting with our partner betonline.ag no nba nhl or mlb but don't worry bet online still has hundreds of games events and sports to wager on nascar is back madden and nba 2k simulations UFC, online casino with poker and blackjack, chess. Bet Online has ex-Chicago Bulls Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges to discuss the Michael Jordan doc on what they call After the Dance. There's still fun to be had, so go on to betonline.ag and use promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag. Use promo code MYPOD100. Bet online, your online wagering solution. Well, no, and that's something really special that if you even have a, a team or something that you love, I think that is an interesting way to get someone involved. Like in baseball, I didn't really have much to connect to baseball other than I was a minor league mascot when I was in high school. So anytime I was, what was the, what was the mascot? I was, uh, the quad city river bandits mascot. And I was a seven foot raccoon fun packs (laughs) with a hat and a bandana scarf. But I understood when people really, really rooted for a team and how it's so engraved in maybe their family ties or, Mm -hmm. um, just time, with your family or a parent or a loved one that you got to sit down and watch those games. And I think that probably goes back to a lot of athletes. I would say majority why we love the sport we do 
It could be tied to having that quality time with friends or family, another loved one. And I think that's important to share and maybe figure out for yourself why that sport really was integral in your life, not just because you played it in college or high school or you're an elite elite athlete that you put a lot of time to, really identify why it is important to you. And sharing in that level, we can all identify with on the human perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And I think when you share those kind of, uh, I guess, uh, archives, if you will, of yeah. the sport, it really dives back to why you loved it in the first place. Which goes into exactly why I love sharing running with you is because you remind me why I loved running in the first place. It's very just natural and primal and you just run to have fun and you can tell that when we're out there on the trail, you give a lot to it, but you also get a lot back and it's really fun to be able to share that with you. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen you at the pool lately, but... (laughs) No, but like there's a thing your... called coronavirus going around. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> true. Chlorine would Need you know, to get you kill into it all. Open but... water. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you are looking at ways to share your sport with your significant other, these are definitely a baseline for you to consider. And, you know, we'd really love to know how you start talking about your sport with your significant other. And, if these helped you, let us know in a rating review. You can DM us on Instagram. You can reach out at any time. Uh, we're on Instagram at When Your Sport Ends, and we're on all of your major podcast platforms, along with the Believe Podcast Network. You can find us there as well. And we hope that everyone stays safe and healthy through all of this. 